Part three of Antietam National Battlefield, Maryland by Frederick Tilburg. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part three. Burnside takes the lower bridge. During the morning of the 17th, Confederate observers on the north side of Sharpsburg had spotted masses of Federals moving southward beyond Antietam Creek. These were the four divisions of Burnside's Ninth Corps concentrating for the attack on the lower bridge. Topography at the lower bridge heavily favored the few hundred Georgia men who defended it under the leadership of Brigadier General Robert Toombs the road approaching the east end of the bridge swings on a course paralleling that of antietam creek in the last few hundred yards before reaching the bridge the road plunges into a funnel-like depression between the opposing bluffs of the creek tombs men were in rifle pits on the west bluff overlooking the bridge and the approach road because of faulty reconnaissance burnside did not know that fords were nearby where his men could have waded across the stream instead the federal plan of attack forced the advancing columns to pile into this funnel and storm across the bridge soon after nine a m the federal divisions began to assault the bridge one after another their gallant charges were broken by deadly short-range fire from tombs georgians by noon when the agony at the sunken road was reaching its highest pitch and despite repeated orders from mcclellan to get across antietam creek at all costs the bottleneck at the bridge was still unbroken meanwhile brigadier-general isaac rodman's union division had moved slowly downstream from the bridge in search of a crossing rounding a sharp bend in the creek nearly a mile south scouts came upon shallow water at snavely's ford late in the morning rodman crossed the stream and began to drive against the right flank of the georgians guarding the bridge about the same time colonel george crook's scouts located a ford a few hundred yards above the bridge there he sent his brigade across captain seth j simmons battery was placed in position to command the bridge at one p m the defending confederates saw a sudden stir across antietam creek two regiments the fifty first new york and the fifty first pennsylvania marched swiftly out from the cover of the wooded hill and charged for the bridge supported now by converging artillery fire they quickly formed into columns and were over the bridge before confederate artillery could halt them soon a wide gap split the confederate defense masses of federal troops poured across the bridge while rodman and crook hammered the confederate flanks burnside's men had gained the west bank of the creek but again there was fateful delay as burnside paused to reorganize by the time he was ready to drive the southern defenders from the ridge in his front two critical hours had passed close to three p m the mighty federal line moved slowly up the hill toward sharpsburg then gained momentum the movement of the dark column related an observer with arms and banners glittering in the sun following the double line of skirmishers dashing forward at a trot loading and firing alternately as they moved was one of the most brilliant and exciting exhibitions of the day first brushing aside the depleted ranks in the rifle pits above the ridge the federals struck d r jones four lonely brigades on the hills southeast of sharpsburg whence every other confederate infantry unit had been withdrawn to reinforce the line to the north 
unable to stem the massive federal attack jones men were driven back toward the town to halt the federal tide lee shifted all available artillery southward by four p m however the federals were approaching the village itself only a half mile lay between them and lee's line of retreat to the potomac disaster seemed at hand for lee's decimated force a p hill turns the tide but now came a great moment in confederate military annals a p hill's notable light division having hurriedly crossed the potomac three miles away was driving hard toward the jubilant federals charging on sharpsburg some of hill's artillery had already arrived from harper's ferry with the cheering news that hill's brigade of infantry were close by at lee's urgent order hill had left harper's ferry early sensing the critical role they would play urged on at sword point by their grim commander hill's veterans had covered the seventeen miles from harper's ferry to the potomac in seven hours hundreds of men had fallen out unable to keep the pace now across the river the stalwart survivors pounded on toward the sound of the guns suddenly the head of hill's column appeared on the road to the south hill rode up to lee's headquarters at the oak grove then quickly to d r jones whose exhausted troops formed the last defense line in front of sharpsburg hill's five brigades now rushed toward the federal flank confusion gripped burnside's men as this unexpected onslaught ploughed into their lines men broke and started to run in moments the tide had turned the federal lines sagging from the overwhelming charge of the southerners and with gaping holes cut by artillery fell back across the hills to the sheltering banks of antietam creek powerful federal artillery continued to thunder across the hills heavy blue columns could still be seen in overmastering strength across antietam creek and far to the north but the federal commander had called a halt an hour and a half after the timely arrival of a p hill's division from harper's ferry the battle ended with sunset the firing died away that night the tired men lay on their arms in line of battle neither side would admit defeat neither could claim the victory retreat from sharpsburg seldom had lee's army fought a battle so strenuous and so long the sun a soldier wrote seemed almost to go backwards and it seemed as if night would never come from dawn to sunset the confederate commander had thrown into battle every organized unit north of the potomac straggling in the days preceding antietam had reduced lee's army from fifty five thousand to forty one thousand men this small force had sustained five major attacks by mcclellan's eighty seven thousand man army three in the west woods and the miller cornfield and those at the sunken road and the lower bridge each time the outcome hanging in the balance in the stillness of the night lee called his commanders to his headquarters west of sharpsburg of each in turn he asked the condition of the men and each even jackson spoke against renewal of battle on the morrow still too weak to assume the offensive lee wrote later we waited without apprehension the renewal of the attack early in the following morning it became apparent that mcclellan was not going to attack though during the night he had received strong reinforcements and more were on the way 
still undaunted lee returned to his plan of striking the federal right at hoffenberger ridge but after surveying the ground his officers informed him that federal batteries completely dominated the narrow strip of land over which the attack must be launched an attempt against the federal guns would be suicidal balked in his last hope of a counter-offensive lee realized that he could not recall the decision won by mcclellan at south mountain the campaign was lost during the afternoon he announced to his lieutenants his intention of withdrawing that night across the potomac at midnight longstreet led the way across blackford's ford and formed a protective line on the south bank steadily through the night and early morning the confederate columns crossed over into virginia mcclellan did not actively pursue as the days passed and lee's army withdrew into the shenandoah valley president lincoln became impatient the time was at hand he thought for the decisive blow calling upon mcclellan on the field of antietam october first lincoln urged a vigorous pursuit of the confederate army mcclellan insisted that his army required reorganization and new equipment the president having lost all confidence in mcclellan removed him from command on november seven the battle and the campaign tactically antietam was a draw strategically however it was a northern victory because it halted lee's invasion though mcclellan failed to destroy lee's army his contribution was in many ways notable in the three weeks after he was chosen for command on september three he provided for washington's defense created a new field army fought two major actions compelled lee's evacuation of maryland and established federal control of the potomac river from washington to williamsport that he was not a daring commander of lee's stripe cannot detract from these solid achievements lee on the other hand may have been too daring because of this he made two major miscalculations first his invasion of maryland imposed a strain that his poorly equipped and exhausted army could not support heavy straggling was the surest evidence of this second he misjudged the capacity of the enemy to recuperate from the effects of second manassas and quickly put a reliable field army on his trail he did achieve one of his objectives the delay of the federal armies in resuming major offensive operations in virginia until the next winter but the price was high and the south could not afford the kind of attrition suffered in the campaign casualties were so heavy in the battle of antietam that september seventeen eighteen sixty two is termed the bloodiest day of the civil war of mcclellan's twenty six thousand and twenty three killed wounded and captured during the maryland campaign including harper's ferry he counted twelve thousand four hundred and ten at antietam of lee's thirteen thousand three hundred and eighty five casualties during the campaign ten thousand seven hundred fell at antietam the war for the union takes on a new purpose after antietam there was no serious threat of foreign recognition or intervention on behalf of the confederacy and the repulse inflicted on lee's army of northern virginia gave abraham lincoln the opportunity he had sought on september twenty second 
just five days after the battle the president issued the preliminary emancipation proclamation it declared that upon the first day of january next all slaves within any state or district then in rebellion against the united states shall be then and thenceforward and forever free with the formal emancipation proclamation of january one eighteen sixty three the war took on new purpose in the north and in many foreign lands the cause of american union had become one with that of human liberty clara barton at antietam at antietam also was clara barton founder of the american red cross on this field of desolation long after the guns had ceased miss barton was still busily rendering care to the wounded and dying having arrived early in the day in the northern area of battle she witnessed the wounded men of sedgwick's depleted ranks streaming to the cover of north and east woods by mid-morning her wagon-load of supplies donated by the citizens of washington had arrived she worked tirelessly with army surgeons at the field hospital on the joseph poffenberger farm her supply of bandages linens anesthetics and oil lanterns replenished the surgeon's urgent need of dressing and provided light to carry on through the night so outstanding were her services on the field of battle that she later received official recognition by the united states army medical corps her work here and later would become basic to the establishment of the american red cross antietam national battlefield and cemetery the antietam national battlefield was established august thirty eighteen ninety to commemorate the significant events of september seventeen eighteen sixty two and to preserve the important features of the battlefield administered by the war department until nineteen thirty three the site was transferred that year to the u s department of the interior to be administered by the national park service the battle of antietam was fought over an area of twelve square miles the site to-day consists of eight hundred and ten acres containing approximately eight and a half miles of tour roads located along the battlefield avenues to mark battle positions of infantry artillery and cavalry are many monuments markers and narrative tablets similar markers describe the actions at turner's gap harper's ferry and blackford's ford key artillery positions on the field of antietam are marked by cannon and ten large-scale field exhibits at important points on the field indicate troop positions and battle action the war correspondence memorial arch and the first new jersey regimental monument are located at crampton's gap and at fox's gap is the memorial to major general jesse reno who was killed while leading the federal attack there outstanding in the observance of battle anniversaries at antietam was the occasion of the seventy-fifth anniversary on september seventeenth nineteen thirty seven thirty-five thousand persons including fifty veterans who fought at antietam joined in the observance held on the battlefield near the sunken road the robert e lee memorial tablet located in a plot at the western limits of sharpsburg marks the headquarters of general lee general mcclellan's headquarters were in the philip pry house two miles east of sharpsburg near the boonsboro pike 
the national cemetery located at the eastern limits of sharpsburg is the burial place of federal dead from the battles of antietam south mountain and minor engagements the cemetery was established by an act of the maryland legislature in march eighteen sixty five the dedication took place september seventeen eighteen sixty seven the fifth anniversary of the battle the cemetery plot of eleven acres was deeded by the state of maryland to the united states government on march thirteenth eighteen seventy eight of four thousand seven hundred and seventy six civil war burials one thousand eight hundred and thirty six are listed as unidentified the total number of burials including nearly three hundred from recent wars is more than five thousand administration the antietam national battlefield is a part of the national park system owned by the people of the united states and administered for them by the national park service u s department of the interior communication should be addressed to the superintendent antietam national battlefield p o box one fifty eight sharpsburg maryland two one seven eight two end of part three